Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, we're returning to one of my personal favorite topics to talk about on this podcast, which is nicknames. And today we're covering 101 greatest nicknames in football history. You've compiled a list of 101 of some of your favorite nicknames or just downright odd ones, too. Mm -hmm. We get those a lot. And I thought we would just kick it off, no pun intended, and jump at to 101. Let's do it. So these are, again, these are all just football players. And some of them are NFL players. Some were college. Some played, obviously, both. I'll just start from the from 101 and work backwards to number one. Yeah, we'll hit, the, we'll hit our favorites. We'll hit you don't have favorites. to expect 101. <laughs> okay. So many of these guys you didn't know. All right, number 101 is Johnny Manziel. I don't know if you remember him or not. Yeah, or was he? Yeah, okay, oh, yeah. so Johnny Football. Um, I think that's a good name. I, I, He's very direct. Yeah, very direct. It's a, <laughs> I remember, I think he was actually called that in college, too. Yes. Johnny Football. So. He was called that right out of high school, I think. Oh, and they were was. like best best football player in texas he's staying in texas he's johnny football like he was the picture of football for forever and no matter where he went he was johnny football and nice. to be honest with you great nickname it's just a shame the story didn't yeah, work out he right didn't, he didn't work out so big, yeah but. all right number 100 bob hayes bullet hayes so I didn't this know was this one. yeah so this guy he actually was an olympian uh, he ran the 400-meter relay oh. in the 1964 Olympics. The guy was ridiculously fast, and then he actually ended up um, playing for the Cowboys. So, wow. Yep, great player. Um, number 99, Chase Young, nicknamed the Predator. I love this <laughs> nickname. I didn't know it right yeah. away after I've been covering him over several years in college. Um, he does look like the Predator. The he dreads does. are there. <laughs> he does look like the Predator. You know what? And the Predator is absolutely yoked. He's got great dreads. It's not a bad oh, one yeah. to have. Yeah. All right. Number 98, Brett Favre is the gunslinger. And you said you hadn't heard this one No, before. I grew up as a okay. Packer fan, and I feel terrible that I didn't. Yeah. I just knew Favre as he was one of the rare athletes, and we've brought this up before. You only had to say his name. Like, yep. right, Pele. Yep. You know, and Pele, is, or Ali is another one yeah, for me. Ali, like, yep. you know who they are. A nickname isn't worth it. Just yeah. say their name, Favre. Say their name, Favre. And so Gunslinger makes sense. I can see the young Favre being the Gunslinger. Yeah. But the one that I dislike is the next one. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay, Bill Belichick's nick, or nickname is Hoodie, right? I mean, yeah. the guy wears a hoodie. What? That's a great name, right? I, come on, man. <laughs> Dude looks like a bulldog. We can't come up with something a little bit better. I'm just, just uh, saying. Fine, fine. Okay, number 96, Icky Woods. Now, Ooh. this is before your time, I think. But yes. I remember him. He was a... Uh, I know running the back, dance. Yeah, running back for the Bengals. He had this little dance that he did when he scored a touchdown. They called him Icky Woods. Um, his real name is Elbert Woods, right. but they called him Icky. So that's a good Icky name. Icky Shuffle. Icky, I do know yeah, that. Yeah, the Icky Shuffle. Right. Right. Um, okay, Eric Bieniemy. And every time I hear the word, every time I hear, <laughs> <laughs> every time I hear somebody say his name on the radio, I always think they're saying the enemy, right? Yes. Yeah. So his nickname is sleeping with the enemy, right? <laughs> sleeping with the enemy. I think that's a movie. Yes. Um, great nickname for the guy. Um, I, I'm fine with that one. It is cool when you get a nickname that isn't really a name. Yeah. It's like a title. And right. you walk in and you're like sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I'm at the Oscars right now or right. what's going on, right. but um, there's some good ones with those like full phrases that I would love to revisit, at least in future oh, references. For sure. So these next two, there's actually number 94 here. There's two guys with the same nickname, I guess. Air Coriel and Air McNair. Loved so, Air McNair. Air McNair, that's probably a quarterback you remember. Yes. Um, great quarterback. 
they called him Air because he was a great th- passer. He he's just he put up ridiculous stats in his career. Um, Air Coriel, he was he was actually the coach of the Chargers, and this is when Dan Fouts played for the oh, Chargers way back when. And Dan wow. Fouts was a great quarterback. So Air Coriel, the the Chargers, and this was again this was when the NFL was more of a running league. So he kind of I don't know if he wanted he wanted started the whole passing thing, but. Um, he was definitely one of the pioneers in really changing the game to be more of a passing-centered uh, game. That's so. so interesting. Wow, that yeah. that jumped up my list of favorites. Okay, number 93, Darren McFadden, McFadden Run DMC. Um, <laughs> I actually don't remember him, believe it or not, but wow. it's a good nickname, right? Run DMC, yeah. the, the group or whatever. So. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think of the Warriors from the early 90s oh, and 80s with sure. um, Chris Mullen mitch richardson and uh tim hardaway i think it was t tmc or something run tmc oh yes yes so there's a there's right. been that iteration's been used a couple times got it got it fair enough okay number nine i'm gonna jump ahead here yeah 91 slinging sammy baugh now sammy oh. baugh was uh he retired in 1952 but he was a great nfl quarterback um really really he was kind of the forerunner to the um running quarterbacks that we see today i mean he he was he wasn't shy about grabbing the ball running it uh throwing it doing whatever he needs to to score points so great uh great player yeah fits within the wheelhouse of shooter slinger and and those other western names right right? i I, with quarterbacks it makes sense i won't let you go past bj raji without giving him the nod (laughs) That was my favorite player when I was really little. I just loved his name. Yes. And self-pronounced the Freezer, which if you give yourself the nickname, what's the validity? But in this case, it's in uh, in comparison to one of our favorite players and favorite of the podcast, William the Refrigerator Perry. Right. And the fridge needs a freezer. And that was BJ <laughs> Raji. Both listed at six foot two, three thirty-five, massive human beings. And BJ Raji, great Packer. Yeah. Loved watching him. Had a great career. He did. He did. Yep. All right. Well, sorry to take you on the spin, but we'll keep on going. That's all right. Okay. Number 89, one of my favorite uh, players and coaches in NFL history, Iron Mike Ditka. Mm. Um, Iron Mike, I mean, if you don't know the 86 Bears, then I don't know what rock you've been living under, but (laughs) Mike Ditka was the coach of the 86 Bears. He actually played and had a great career as well as a player, but um, just a hard-nosed, you know, no-nonsense guy, uh, just a great, great representative for the game and mm-hmm. great nickname yes great <laughs> unfortunately he gets mixed in with mike tyson iron mike tyson oh yeah which is unfortunate um both guys wore those well and i mean the 84 85 86 bears like he had some really creative stuff done iron is kind of a funny name in my mind because i always think of him in the same vein as i think of andy Reid, where he's really creative because oh. remember he had doug flutie yes. playing quarterback one year like right. he liked to move around with offense and i think of iron in defense, and he really wasn't the defensive mastermind. That was Buddy Ryan. Right. So it's kind of funny. That challenges my thoughts on, on Mike. But that being said, the Pittsburgh connection makes perfect sense. Or Pennsylvania, excuse yeah. me. Right. Um, makes complete sense. I get wow. it. Um, but just a weird kind of, whoa, different different places from where you grew up and where I grew up. Yep. 
All right, what do we got next? All right, next one is your favorite player. Oh of, yes, of all time, my Dave, man, Dave Casper, the ghost. Who I looked mean, like one? Yeah, he looked like one. <laughs> and how can you not be nicknamed the ghost if your last name is Casper? Right? Exactly. I mean, it's just he had he had no choice from yes. day one. So one of the most competitive yeah. human beings ever. Um, oh, really incredible. Uh, the story, and for those that don't know, because this is our running gag in the podcast, Dave Casper used to work with a family member of mine very closely. And I have stories of Dave Casper where he would like wrestle in the office <laughs> because he was like, agreement isn't been settled. We're going to wrestle a little bit. And he would just push people around. And I think there was a Minnesota gopher wrestler, former, and then Dave Casper. And Dave Casper would always like, hey, you want to go? Like that kind of attitude, right? So not directly, but I he it. is incredibly competitive and stayed that way especially because NFL, you didn't make a ton of money back then. Right. So he stayed that way all the way into the office and he worked corporate and I, I assume he was a very nice man to work with. He, he's never heard a bad story about him, but funny. incredibly competitive and definitely has a funny nickname to go along with it. That's great. I love that story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next one on the list, Bill Parcells. Everyone calls him Tuna. Everyone Big wants tuna. to know why they call him Tuna. <laughs> he actually was uh, said to have re- Responded to a practical jokers by saying, who do you think I am, Tommy the Tuna? He was actually referring to Charlie the Tuna from the Starkist <laughs> fame, but he said Tommy the Tuna, and the name stuck. So wow. Bill Parcells is Tuna. Great. Um, all right, number 84, I'm jumping ahead here, Billy White Shoes oh, Johnson. Yes. Love that name. Great, <laughs> great name, and it's yeah. been reused by my generation to the common one is Red Shoes. Kids grew up because Red Shoes were always the cheapest on the shelves, oh. but all like our favorite players wear red shoes right i never knew that so if you look at nba players today like one of the common things that i see is red shoes are like everywhere because it's a really bold color as white was back then now everybody has white shoes yes so you wear the colored shoes and that was the red shoe and so when i played baseball back in the early 2000s and into the teens the guys that were like really feeling themselves they wore the red shoes so you go red shoes that was that was the name (laughs) that was everybody had that name so i love it it starts with billy johnson that's great. And and keep in mind, this is when everyone wore black shoes. So yeah. to have a guy out there wearing white shoes, you're like, whoa, white yes. shoes. You yes. Know? So that was, and then red cool. blew my tiny mind back then. <laughs> now there's every color out there. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. I'm jumping ahead here. Matt Ryan, he's, his nickname is Matty Ice. We've had this discussion before where I don't love his nickname. Do you? I don't. And I, I don't think he earned it, you know? I mean, yeah. like, he's a good quarterback and stuff, or he was, but... Eh, I don't know. Not not that thrilled with Matty Ice. I feel like there's been a ton of podcasts, and maybe maybe I'm disparaging ourselves here. There's been a ton of podcasts that say he shouldn't be called Matty Ice at all because of his clutchness in the end of the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah. So it's yeah. definitely one that sticks out, and it's worth noting because there's a lot of great names out there. And if you get a chance, you know, hopefully we'll be able to kind of revisit this later and talk about other names. But definitely one that stands out. Commonly used people love or hate that nickname. Yeah. So definitely has a reason to be here. All right, uh, moving on, Greg the Leg Zerley. Yes. So he was a kicker in the NFL, had mm-hmm. a great career, actually. Um, they called him Greg the Leg. It works for me. Yeah, So absolutely. And there's been a couple legs in there, but that's the one I think of immediately. Right, right. All right, number 75, and this is a perfect guy for number 75 because he wore number 75. Mean Joe Green. Oh, you can't say it without the beginning. (laughs) Yes. I mean, you can't say Joe Green. You can't say Joseph Green. (laughs) Joseph Green. Hey, hey, you're Mean Joe Green, right? Oh. Um, But I mean, yeah. It might be 
don't let the ranking fool you. We're just saying 101 of our favorite. Yeah. No particular order, but this one might be top 10 for me because I've never not said mean Joe Green and just said right. Joe Green. I remember in a documentary I was watching about Madden, they were talking about, oh, that front line of the Pittsburgh, it was Joe Green. And I was like, who is Joe Green? <laughs> <laughs> and then I caught myself like, oh, yeah. mean Joe mean Green. Joe that's Green, right. Yes. That's right. He ain't that mean, but on the field he is. Um, but yeah, perfect nickname stands the test of time and was a standard. Absolutely. Um, Andy Dalton, the red rifle. Okay. <laughs> I loved this nickname when I was growing up because okay. he had fiery red he hair. He did. Yeah. He played for the Bengals, which was an orange team. Yeah. I mean, um, it fit perfectly. right? Yeah. And he had a cannon for an yes. arm. And mm-hmm. I always think of right after he got released by the Cincinnati Bengals and he's a free agent. There was this clip that went around the internet, and obviously guys by this point were kind of masters of using social media to their advantage, and he was about to get picked up by the Saints, I believe. Mm-hmm. But he put a video out basically like, hey, I'm out here, and I'm still in shape. I'm still rocking it, and it's him in his backyard, and his kids are running around, and it's got to be his wife holding the camera. And he has a, a like a hula hoop up on a pole with a net attached, so just a throwing net, right? Yeah. hula hoop in his backyard, just a throwing net, and he's he's winding up. And it's just dart. Every single one really? of them is like perfect spiral. It looks like Steve McNair, wow. like how tight that spiral is. Yeah. And I remember every podcast that's geared towards younger guys that's a little more like, oh, yeah, we're, we're talking crazy over summer because there's not a lot to do. It's like mm-hmm. the red rocket, just like crazy <laughs> that this guy is out here and he just has this cannon of an arm. Yes. So I really didn't get it until I saw that video. He earned it earlier than that. But that being said... Red Rifle, I mean, it's the Red Rifle BB gun, you know? It's, it's perfect, yeah. yeah. I mean, and obviously having red hair, I mean, yeah. it, it wouldn't work if he didn't have red hair. So Very distinguishable. <laughs> All right, number 71, Ben Jarvis Green Ellis. His, his nickname is The Law Firm. Perfect, right? Anyone who has four names needs to be Oh, the... <laughs> my God, yeah. What kind of law firm you think that is? I don't know. Uh, but it's I'm like, not going to worry about that. That's that's injury law or some sort of we thing. We need to do a podcast on hyphenated names because i oh got a lot gosh. to say about that. Not for today, but I'm just saying. Yes, okay. that's – oh, I love it. <laughs> I also want to make an honorable mention. I, I did not know. It's on the list here that um, I believe it was 72. Uh, Ryan oh, Fitzpatrick yes. talking about the red rifle, the Amish rifle. Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. That man has a glorious beard. We're He's, not comparing him to the Amish guys right. right now. The Amish guys are in their own lane. Yes. Fitz Magic is the name that I know him by. Oh, yeah. That works, too. And that's the one I, I know think that of because yeah. it just fits his career a little bit nicer than the Amish rifle. It's just <laughs> kind of, I don't know, works All right. against each other. Next one, Thomas Pepper Johnson. I didn't even know his first name was Thomas. I just knew him as Pepper Johnson. Right? I had no idea yeah. about that one. Yeah, so Interesting. He, he was a linebacker, uh, played with the Giants for a couple of years. But, yeah, I, I I never knew his name was Thomas. They always just said Pepper Johnson. So well, there we go. Tom Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Um, okay, here we go. I'm going to move up a little bit. Um, mm. O.A. Bum Phillips. So O.A. Oh. Bum Phillips was the coach of the Houston Oilers. And great coach, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, his his real name, or his, I guess, his, yeah, his real name is, and I can't even pronounce this, but O-A-I-L, Oil. Oil? <laughs> Andrew Phillips Jr. Wow. And then he just got it where it was an incident where he was stung by a bumblebee. Yeah. Or a bumblebee, as they say. And uh, 
people just started calling yep. him Bum because they he got stung by Bummel bees. Call them Bum. So hey, Bum Phillips. You know what? Recognizable. I did not know about Bum Phillips. Yep. So that's a good way to. Oh, okay. you are my favorite one, guy right now. This next one is is Ben's second favorite player <laughs> of all time. Bra- I'll give his real name, and you tell me his nickname. His yeah. real name is Rod Smart. Okay, but his nickname is He Hate Me. <laughs> and why he got that nickname? Because he was being interviewed on TV, and he was running past all these players on the defensive side of the ball, and he said, "I got my nickname because of the way I am." Because when I run by him, he hate me and he hate me. I never knew that. Me. Yeah, oh, that was the idea so behind funny. it. I love it, it. Because he just had this idea of, well, I got to name myself after what I do. And I make guys hate me when I run by him. So he perfect. hate me. I unofficially love the idea of a nickname jersey. The NBA did it once and it was fun. Okay. They did it for Christmas. I remember that, yes. And it was a lot of fun. And it's a nice one-off. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to see in other sports just out of curiosity. Yeah. Like baseball would be interesting. To, to get out there yeah. and that has great nicknames. Yeah. Um, football, the XFL, I will say, like when they do documentaries, whenever they do articles, whenever they do anything XFL, Rod Smart is the face of it. And mm-hmm. the He Hate Me jersey with the big 3 0 on the back. Yeah. I actually, that's the only jersey of XFL, really of football origin, that I ever wanted okay. was the He Hate Me because my dad grew up remembering that. And when I, because the XFL was 01 through 02, it had two seasons, and I wasn't really capable of remembering it. I was three or four to date me, Um, but I knew he hate me because my dad remembered it so fondly, and I saw him everywhere. Like, people had these jerseys just like, oh, they thought it was hilarious. He hate me. <laughs> it's a great um, nickname. <laughs> so thank you for letting me take some time to talk about it. I thought I that was it. so interesting. Yeah, and he actually went on after the XFL. He went on to play four seasons with the Panthers. So. Right on. Yeah, yeah, good for him. He was a All great right. influence, I think, for the XFL, one of the few stars. Yep. All right, next one on the list, and this you may not know this, but Andre Bad Moon Rising. <laughs> <laughs> so of course the song from Clearance Clearwater Revival, yeah. Bad Moon Rising, right? So Oh, that's Bad brilliant. Moon, Bad Moon Rising, that's a perfect nickname. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Uh number fifty nine, OJ Simpson. The, the juice. juice. I mean yes. perfect, right? Yeah, it's so unfortunate with everything that happened. Yeah. That it's one of my favorite running gags on just meme culture. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna get a little mean spirited here. Yeah. But whenever they like they love to redub the OJ White Bronco chase, oh, right? Because sure. the OJ trial show came out. It was a great hit. It's a great show. A really in-depth show into how the court actually happened and what the ongoings were. Um, but because that show came out, obviously everyone likes to pick at scabs from the past. And one of the things that came up was, oh, the juice is loose, that this is a line that we had. And it came up a ton in these news broadcasts that people thought were real and that turned out to be dubbed. Uh And it's one of these perfect nicknames for O.J. Simpson that's unfortunately had good and bad as the person has too. But, yeah, it's unfortunate because I love O.J. Simpson tape. It's Mm -hmm. fun to watch those games, especially back in college and hearing the juice is loose. That's such a clear ring memory (laughs) for people that are older than myself. But for people like me, it's seen as almost like this joke because of everything that happened. And it's so unfortunate that that's where it's at because it it is is a great nickname. Yeah, it is a great nickname. Not to bring a sour note on it, but I think it's so interesting to look at it from that 
yeah. uh, perspective of how I perceive it versus how somebody else might. Right. And and two things about OJ. Number one, his real name is Orenthal James. So that's yeah. where the OJ comes from. And then the other thing is, um, much like, you know, people say, where were you when Kennedy was shot? Where were you when man landed on the moon? Where were yeah. you, you know... OJ, the Bronco chase, you could ask any well anybody yeah. who was alive then, and they'll I, yeah. tell you, I know exactly where I was and what I was doing. Yeah, they paused the NBA Finals for it. They did. I think I've told you the story yes. a couple times where the Knicks and the Rockets were playing, and it was a great game, and it was secondhand news. They shrank it down to the corner so you could watch the Bronco chase. Wow. And I know we're getting off on a tangent, but maybe one of the most infamous nicknames of all time with the amount that it's been used. Right. Um. You you can't tell the history of sports in the United States without OJ. OJ, yeah. Great running back. Yeah, amazing. All right, moving on to one of your favorite teams, the Green Bay Packers. Mm. Paul Horning was the golden boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, uh, great player for the Packers. He played for Notre Dame, yeah. won the Heisman Trophy, did all the things. Uh, that's a good name. I like it, the golden boy. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. in every way. All right, 55, Terrell Suggs. Mm. His nickname is T-Sizzle. Interesting. I have never heard that before. No, but... neither have I. Okay. And to be honest with you, I was terrified of Terrell Suggs as a kid. I loved him as a player, but he was one of those guys that we all think of when we see like players in real life. You're like, wow, yeah. bigger than I thought. Yeah. Terrell Suggs, intimidating, powerful linebacker, played alongside Ray Lewis. Maybe the linebacker of my generation up right. there with Brian Urlacher. Yep. I wish he had a better name than T. Sizzle because he was a hell of a player. So, yeah. And athletic family, too. Had a cousin that went into the NFL. That's and right. And his, uh, I believe it's his nephew or his cousin, is now a guard for the Orlando Magic. Which, nice. I mean, just incredible family, yeah. the Suggs. All right, let's bump up a little bit here. Number 48, Daryl Moose Johnston. Moose. So... I remember when he ran for the Cowboys. He was he was basically the blocking back for Emmett Smith um, for years. Wow. So he was yeah he was with the Cowboys and all the great teams they had in the nineties. Now he's a great broadcaster, of course, mm-hmm. but great nickname for Moose. Um, Reused Moose a ton. Yeah, <laughs> Moose seems to be the name Goose and Moose. I don't know what it is about those two names, right. but people love those people two love names it. for. Yeah. For football players and baseball players. And I remember when he, one of the first games I saw with him, when he would get the ball, the whole crowd would yell, would go, moose. And I kept thinking they were booing the yeah. whole team. I'm like, one of the you? first times yeah. that's ever happened, right? <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, let's move up here. Um, yeah. Oh, there's so many good ones, yeah. but it's yeah. it's cool to visit some that we don't talk about as much. All right. Gail Sayers, um, one of the Whoa. old Chicago Bears. He was the Kansas Comet. I had not I, heard of that one. I hadn't either, but yeah. I guess it makes perfect sense coming out of the University of Kansas. Yep. Yep. 1960. And, of course, he went on to have a career Hall of Fame with the Bears. Um, great player. He actually um, didn't play that long. He had a knee injury and in 1970 so um and then he was of course inducted into the hall of fame in 77 but yeah great player um unreal can i stop you at 38 because i'd love to talk about this player with you because we we love although we're midwestern we love this team (laughs) predominantly because of its defense right and the most notable character in my mind um 
maybe for you it might be Leslie Frazier on the defense because of right. the ties to the Vikings. Right. But it's Steve McMichael, a.k.a. Mongo. Mongo McMichael. So these, he was part of the 85 Bears, the team that won the Super Bowl. They went 15-1, and won, arguably the best defense in NFL history. Um, I stand by that today. Yeah. Um, but he was one of the forces on the defensive line with Dan Hampton. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, those guys were absolute just... They were berserkers. And then <laughs> yeah. you look further down the line and you, you can find um, also another Hall of Famer. I'm forgetting the name all of a sudden. Uh, Dent, Richard Dent. Oh, Richard Dent, yes. Richard Dent was on that line, who is probably pound for pound one oh of the greatest gosh. pass rushers ever. Yes. Dan Hampton, just a wall that mm-hmm. could push and pull you however he wanted. And then I always think of Mongo McMichael. As kind of the the drinkster, right? That little bit of crazy yes. that you needed to have. And one of my favorite stories from the Bears is when they picked him up, he came in and he was very out of shape. And Buddy Ryan is the author of the actual defense that ended the up winning the Bears. Yes. Yeah. It's the only time in history two coaches were carried off the field was that Super Bowl, right? Because they were so divided in that room of I who didn't was know the that. coach. Wow. Buddy got carried off. Ditka got carried off. Okay. By Offense and defense, because right. Dicka was the offensive guy. He was the offense, And yeah. Buddy Ryan, for the most part, we know he did not like Dicka. Dicka didn't like him. Oh. There's mutual respect now, but it's very clear Buddy thought he should have been that coach, oh, right? Oh, I see. And so McMichael comes in, getting back, jumping back to when they're starting training camp, and he's out of shape. He's been partying and drinking, and he's got his own stuff going on. And he walks over. Buddy does to McMichael, and he goes, all right, and he labels off his number. I believe he was 9999. Yep. Maybe it was Hampton. I'm, I'm forgetting my numbers right now. Mm-hmm. But he goes, all right, 99 or 98, you know, how are you feeling? Are you in shape? And McMichaels goes back to him, yeah, coach, I've been running every day. I got a new dog. Uh, I've been out running with him every day. And, you know, he's clearly pulling yeah. Buddy's leg. He's right. like, I'm a pro player. Get out of my way. Like, right. I got this. And Buddy put him through so much hell. By the end of the practice, he goes, Damn, 98, we should have signed the dog. (laughs) One of my favorite stories of all time, because here's this madman of a player, you know, that we clearly can point to and go, you need somebody like this on every championship defense. You do. And here he is interacting with maybe the greatest defensive head coach of all time. (laughs) And this is the conversation they're having. I love it. It's so football that's perfect that's perfect from that day on the mongo name just rung true with me because you've got to see this guy play you'll understand why mongo famous for punching the horse and blazing saddles (laughs) that's what steve would do that's exactly who he is perfect perfect all right let's move to number 36 jerome jerome bettis the bus i mean perfect name right i didn't understand it as a kid until i saw his tape and I didn't realize how big he was until yeah. I saw his tape. Yeah. So he he actually got the nickname in college at Notre Dame. Um, a newspaper, school newspaper called him the bus. But, um, yeah, great runner. I mean, he was he was just punishing, big, ran over guys, the whole thing. Um, had a great career with the Steelers, 13 mm-hmm. years. And wow. played with the Rams, too. But yeah. mostly he's known for the Steelers. So Yeah, that second birth <laughs> at the Steelers because he just had a harder time with the Rams. Yeah. All right, number 35, Christian Okoye was the mm. Nigerian nightmare. So he was he played for the Chiefs. He was a running back. He was completely dominating. Really good player. This was back in the 80s. Um, but, yeah, he was from Nigeria, so they called him the Nigerian nightmare. Um, wow. I remember watching him play. He was a great, great player. So the only thing I have on that is that there's two of them now. So I know Okoye. 
but there's also a mixed martial artist that has the same nickname. And I, ah, that's one of the strange okay. things. I grew up with the mixed martial artist. Um, I'm going to forget. It's Usman is, is his last name. I'm trying to remember his first name. Okay. Uh, Kamaru, I think is his first name. Kamaru Usman, the Nigerian nightmare. Um, but Okoye is, is the guy that I always right. think of right away. Um, this next guy, though, I recognize, well, two names I recognize immediately. So which one do you want to start with? Uh, you pick. All right. I'm I'm going to go with Charles Peanut Tillman. Okay. I know that name and I very little I know very little about the player. Okay. But being somebody that travels through Chicago quite a bit, I know he's a bear, he was a cornerback and Peanut as yeah. I can see now, um, was the name his aunt gave him as a baby because he resembled one, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. That's um, great. NFL players found him less adorable. Uh, he collected 38 interceptions and eight pick sixes over his 13-year career um, with the Bears and the Carolina Panthers. He ended up becoming an FBI agent. That's where I've heard it from. Perfect. Agent Peanut Tillman was nice. a thing when I was growing up. Oh, um, I didn't know that. And then this next one, I definitely know. And I've gotten a chance to look into this player more since we last talked about him. This with, guy? Jack yeah. Tatum? Yeah. Jack Tatum, the assassin, also referred to on the past podcast as maybe the greatest mustache in football. <laughs> right. And yeah, so he was yeah, he was he was a great defensive back, played for the Raiders and uh one year with the Oilers, but I guess his claim to fame is that he actually paralyzed a, yes. a wideout, um, Daryl Stingley, with a hit in the 1978 preseason game. An incredibly unfortunate <laughs> nickname for yes. a great player. Right. Um but man, he was fearsome he had a great mustache he had a great look i don't he know did. maybe i'm biased he was he was typical raiders look yeah right? just yeah, yeah. kind of a blue collar just no nonsense guy so. yeah we're i think he wore 32 too yeah. which was always a great safety number i don't know why i remember that but yeah, yeah he was great all right the next one here george hallis his nickname was papa bear yes um one of the founding fathers of the nfl um, yeah father of football yeah, in chicago football, yeah so great nickname papa bear Fits right in with the Bears. I mean, it's, yeah. it's perfect. So, yeah. All right. Now we get into some some muddy waters here because <laughs> there's two players that are that are nicknamed the Snake, and my generation, which is the right generation, <laughs> the Snake was Ken Stabler. Yes. Period. That's it. End of story. Okay. Jake Plummer. I remember Jake Plummer. Yes. He was my generation. He was your generation, and people called him the Snake. But I think that is highway robbery. There's no way that Ken the Snake Stabler isn't the only <laughs> snake to ever be. I mean, it's just, I, I just, when Jake Plummer started getting called the Snake, I almost lost it. It's like, no, it's Ken Stabler. He's the Snake. End of story. And just so everyone knows that Ken Stabler, the real snake, he got his nickname because of his zigzag running style. He ran like a snake, right? Jake so, Plummer, I have no idea. I've never heard him called that, which is oh my not gosh. to side with you. Usually okay. I defend my people, but Jake Plummer, yeah. um, I have a football card of him, and that's about all I know about him. He was an early guy in my years. I know Byron Jones is the snake. Who was a what? basketball player? Another snake? Yes, Byron Snake, not the snake. <laughs> okay. He was just Snake. Okay. Um, and I believe he was. Inc- I think I remember him because he's an incredibly funny player. Where he would say uh, like he would tell Michael, like, "Hey, tell Juanita I'm getting fifty, like that kind of thing." <laughs> like he'd lean over, just a funny human being, and he was just kind of one of those, you know, funny slippery characters where you're like, "Oh, he's just hilarious." But I never, 
I, I guess Jake the Snake is what it says on Pro Football Reference. Um, and then let me look at Ken Stabler. He's just Snake um, or The what? Snake. Okay. So he still gets The in there, and then it's just Jake the Snake on the plumber side. So interesting that wow. you split the two, but I know the stabler. I know Kenny the stabler. Yes. The snake stabler. The snake, yes. I just wow. call him the snake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Moving on, number 27, Calvin Johnson, nickname Megatron. Yeah. Great nickname. Yeah. It is a good one, and I remember as a kid, you're just like, oh, my God, they combine the two best things yeah. ever, football and Transformers. <laughs> and get get this, okay. Calvin Johnson, six foot five inches tall, two hundred and forty pounds, four three in the forty, which oh, is lightning fast, yes. and a forty two and a half inch vertical oh, jump. I oh. mean, this guy was the definition of premier athlete. I mean, oh my goodness, wow. It's insane because not to take a side piece, but he actually played in the celebrity game for the NBA. Did um, he really? Yeah, for the celebrity game for the NBA um uh, oh my gosh, I'm losing All-Star it. All star, thank okay. you. I was stuck. I was in Chicago for a little bit, and you know, you're in the hotel room. I'm on a business trip. I'm like, what's on? <laughs> Is that Calvin Johnson? I guess I'm watching. That's awesome. And it was him versus DK Metcalf. They played center against each other, and both of them, Calvin is, oh, I got to find his age here just because he's 37 years old. So, still a very young man. Yeah. He was throwing it down, dunking, running around everywhere. Wow. I mean, he was a true, legitimate. Like, in the NFL, it's filled with incredible athletes. He was the guy above all the rest. Wow. Like, it's just insane what he, he was he able was. to accomplish. Yeah. Now it's Aaron Donald, I think, would be yeah. in that grouping. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say Miles Garrett is in that grouping. But Megatron was my first, like, oh, I've never seen that before. And yeah. I think for your generation, I probably can't remember the first guy that you were like, whoa. Um, Art Donovan was my grandpa's. Oh, he remembers Art Donovan yes, yes. Uh, because he had seen him in person where he's only like six foot two, but that was a giant then. Yeah. And just 240, which we scoff at now. That's yeah. a small lineman in college. Right, right. But you remember where you were. And for yeah. me, it was Calvin Johnson. When I saw Calvin for the first time, who would have thought it'd be a wide receiver? I thought it'd be a lineman or a DE or Reggie White. Yeah. It was Calvin Johnson for me. Wow. Very but, cool. Yeah, cool. You bring it up. I love. I love digging up the old Calvin Johnson tape. Love it. Love it. All right. Here's another good name, Dick Night Train Lane. Yes. So, yeah. So he played for the Rams, and well, he played fourteen or played many years, but he played for the Rams in '52, and set an NFL record with fourteen interceptions that year, mm. which is amazing. But yeah, um, yeah. It's just. I mean, this is one of the great nicknames in in football. You just hear it once and it's like oh yeah dick night train lane so <laughs> um, the night train yep takes you away all right number 23 red grange is the galloping ghost okay i haven't heard this one. Oh, you haven't heard this no. one this is great yeah so um let's see let me read the story here so yeah, he was of course. one of the true football superstars a player who single-handedly could deliver huge crowds the chicago bears convinced the university of illinois standout to turn professional at a time when college football was much more popular than the pro game. Wow. It is said that Grange acquired his nickname because of his ghost-like speed and elusiveness. <laughs> so he played nine pro seasons, seven with sure the Bears. Not just really pale from no sun up there in the north. Yeah, but, right, uh, right. Um, but he was a part of the inaugural class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1963. Wow. So, yeah. 
That's amazing. All right. Let's get on to some other ones here. Yeah. Number 21, Deion Sanders. Prime time. Prime time. Um, great nickname for him. It fits. I mean, he was – he actually – I mean, I don't know if people know this, but he was one of the few athletes that played both baseball and football. Yeah. And um, – Somewhat he, successfully too, right? Yeah. Very Bo su- Jackson's like the standard. He's the standard, but Deion Sanders is right there with him. Yeah. So – um, just a great athlete in prime time because you know he was such a he was such a good defensive back that teams would never throw his way. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't. It's, they're crazy if they did, right? Because he wow. could intercept any ball thrown his way. So, wow. anyway, so he yeah, great nickname for him. It's so weird too that we have him. I mean, his name I will say listen to. Maybe we've talked about this before. I'm getting deja vu. Of we overuse it a lot with Coach Prime on on oh, on TV. Yes, but I do think Prime Time. I love a nickname where it just kind of sets the stage of a character, right? Like we have these names where we're like Gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Who's the Gunslinger? Well, there's a few of them, but Favre's Gunslinger in this case. But right. you can't say Prime Time without thinking about Deion Sanders. Right. It is the character. It is his alter ego. It's him. It's him. And I I love those kind of names. And we've gone through a few of them where it's like, oh, I can I can see how you got there. Right. You don't always see why prime time is prime time if you right. never saw football before. But once you do see Dion, you're like, I get it. Yes. He's the main event. Like, yeah. He's prime time. And how cool is it? Like if you have a two word nickname and people refer to you with just the first word, like yeah. prime. I mean, how cool is that, I mean, right? <laughs> move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number twenty. Craig Hayward's nickname is Ironhead. Oh. Now, his his son, uh, which is Cameron Hayward, he plays for the Steelers right now. Yeah. But Ironhead Hayward, I remember when he played, and the story behind his nickname is that he got into a scuffle in a pool hall, and somebody broke a pool cue over his head. He was unfazed. He didn't flinch. <laughs> and his mom said... Well, you must have an iron head, so she called him Ironhead, and the name stuck, right? Wow. So, Ironhead Hayward, yeah. Jeez. Great player. <clears throat> All right. Unreal. Number 18, um, mm. Peyton Manning, nicknamed the Sheriff. Now, I got to be honest, I have never heard that from Peyton Manning, but no. Um, I think it probably ties back to, let's see, John Gruden during a Monday Night Football game said that Manning lays down the law. Uh, Manning, one-time Tennessee volunteer star, already won Super Bowls, so maybe that's it. I honestly had never heard that. I was going to say, I've never heard it, so I pulled up some other nicknames because I know he's probably had a few. The great players, we always try to give them something, Mm -hmm. and it very rarely works out. But honestly, I'm going to say early, this is the best one he might have. Really? The Sheriff, the Caveman, (laughs) think about that one. Yes. (laughs) Or Pay Dirt. Uh, I like pay dirt. Pay dirt? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty it just good. reminds me of Eli. I think it was on the Manning cast, Asprey Lewis, if you would rather have Peyton's helmet full of dollar bills or nickels. What do you think you'd get more of? <laughs> <laughs> How much money do you think you'd get? That's like, funny. <laughs> you're like, jeez, jeez. Okay, Eli. But uh, Peyton is one of these that's kind of unsullied by a nickname. Yeah. I've never heard of the, the sheriff. I thought he would have been something related to college, where it's like oh. Tennessee or you know the old Miss stopper or something SEC something related. Something like that, yeah. Because Indianapolis, yeah. he didn't really have a name. He really and didn't. And then the no. Broncos, they I think they tried some Wild West stuff, but it just yeah. it didn't settle. Didn't and, stick with him. Um, it's a it's a good nickname to revisit because he's a player worth revisiting. Yeah. 
All right, let's move up the list a little bit. Now we're on Jim Kelly, quarterback from the mm. Bills. His nickname, Machine Gun, obviously coming from Machine Gun Kelly, an yeah. infamous gangster from the early 20th century. So do you know him as Machine Gun Kelly? I'm I curious. do not. I've never okay. heard that before. Because Machine Gun Kelly is an, a current rapper and just oh. musical artist. <laughs> and some people love him, some people hate him. And so when I think Machine Gun Kelly... I think of the rapper, the rapper. and artist okay. versus Jim Kelly. I, I don't have a nickname for yeah, him. I, I, I think of him as Jim Kelly. Yeah. And I honestly, like, I always think my generation more thinks of, like, he's a cancer fighter. We think of story before we think of anything over a right. nickname. Like, four Super Bowls, lost all of them. Yeah. You know, battles with cancer continues to do so. Just, like, we think of his story right. and kind of this tragic thing. Um almost like an Icarus kind of idea, yeah. right? That yeah. flew so high and just never really got it. And then, unfortunately, he's continued to struggle, but mm-hmm. has always been just a light in Buffalo. He's yeah. been a great guy to follow he's a and great, easy guy to root for. Absolutely, yeah. One of the one of the great guys in football. Mm-hmm. All right, number 11. I know you'll like this one. <laughs> yes, Reggie White was the Minister of Defense. Such a great nickname and only bolstered by a name we've already talked about. He was coached by Buddy Ryan. Yeah. He was coached by Buddy Ryan and the Philadelphia mm-hmm. uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Minister of Defense. He is widely considered the greatest defensive player that Eddie, or excuse me, that Buddy Ryan ever coached. Yep. Um, I, I think there's arguments to be made, and this is coming from a Packer fan. I love him. He's my favorite Packer maybe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of good defensive players that Buddy's coached. Yeah. And Reggie deserves to be in the conversation, rightfully so. But the Minister of Defense, there's yep. only one. You can't have another. <laughs> you can't repeat this nickname. Nope. It's not like Superman with Shaq and Dwight Howard. Right. No. There it's... will never be a second Minister of Defense. There's it, only one. And if there is, let me know and I'll take care of it. Because <laughs> you're right. It's Reggie White, Minister of Defense, case closed. And. It gets even better because the minister of defense became a Baptist preacher when yeah. he was all said and done. I and he love became that. the minister of yeah. Baptists. That's uh, perfect. That's I perfect. loved it. Yep. Okay, let's move up here. Number eight, Elroy Hirsch. His oh. nickname was Crazy Legs. Now, this goes back a ways. Uh, actually, in 1942, he was uh, with the Wisconsin Badgers and they played the powerful Great Lakes Naval Station team. (laughs) Chicago sports writer Francis Powers coined the moniker writing of Hirsch. His crazy legs were gratifying in six different... Wait, (laughs) gyrating, sorry. His crazy legs were gyrating in six different directions all at the same time. He looked like a demented duck, so... (laughs) That's name stuck? Crazy legs, Hirsch? Crazy legs... I, I didn't know about Elroy. Yeah. I know about Crazy Legs, though, growing up in Wisconsin. Hmm. Um, he's a Hall of Fame player, three-time Pro Bowl, two-time All-Pro, NFL champ, obviously before the Super Bowl, and a Hall of Fame All-50s team. Um, incredible player. Yep. Straight out of Wausau, uh, Wisconsin, not far from where I grew up. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, cool. Yeah, and I, I kind of understand that because there's areas around there that are called Crazy Legs. I didn't realize ah, that until now. There you go. So Cool. All right, number seven, we're winding down here. Ed, yeah. Ed Too Tall Jones. Now, I remember when he played for Dallas, and he was too tall. Um, that was, that was, that's how he got his nickname. A teammate, set, he's, he was 6'9". Wow. Uh, when he played, and, well, he might be sitting. I don't know if he's still with us. but yeah. Oh, I can um, pull up his information okay. now. I believe 
He is. Yes, he's okay. actually turning 73 this year. All right. So a teammate noticed that he was so tall, and he came over to him and said, you're too tall to play football. And the name <laughs> stuck, so they call him Ed Too Tall Jones. Perfect Great. nickname. I love Great it. Great name. Yep. And player that played shockingly long for the time. Yes. Um, he played from 1974 all the way up until nearly 1990. Wow. Which is crazy to think about with the health back then when some coaches didn't even make it 10 years. Right. right? And they're not being hit. Most of these players weren't making it that long. Um, he actually is one of the only players that retired and then unretired and played for even longer, too. So let me show you this. 1974 to 1978, four years. Highly successful and played pretty much every game from what I'm seeing. Yep, 14, 14, 14, 16. Yep. Um, uh, every single year that he played, he played almost the full amount. And then in 1979, he retires. All right, so he's played about four to five years here. Okay. Then, or six years, excuse me. Then he comes back in 1980, and he plays another 10 years. Wow. Um, I've never seen that. I've never. I've never that seen that. Before. I completely wow. missed that part. Not only does he come back, he comes back. He comes back and dominates yes. for three years straight, better than he was in the first six That's years. Amazing. Which wow. never heard of, never Crazy. seen. Crazy. All right, we're nearing the oh, end here. Yes. Now, <laughs> we're getting next, to the top. This next one might be your third favorite player behind Dave. We'll Casper. have to have a debate for another time. <laughs> okay. William Perry, of course, known as the Refrigerator, right? <laughs> yes. William the Refrigerator Perry, probably best known not just as the fridge, but for his size first. He came out of Clemson. He was one of the only players. At that time, that was that big. I believe he was 6'2", 335, like we talked about earlier with B.J. Raji. Um, at one point, he was over 400 pounds when he was playing. He was a massive human being, but don't let that stop you from believing. He was incredibly athletic. Yes. And when he got drafted, he wasn't drafted purely for his defensive ability. Mike Ditka drafted him because he thought he could do something creative with him on offense and make one of the biggest fullbacks of all time because yes. he could move. He had spring. He does. And... He had to cut a lot of weight, and he figured it out, but he was one of the most marketable players in Chicago because Chicago's one of the rare teams that won the Super Bowl without a superstar quarterback. Right. And Will Perry was by far, besides Sweetness and, and, and uh, Walter Payton, Walter Payton being Sweetness, the most recognizable player on the field by mm-hmm. far, big old 72 yes. lining back in the fullback position. Right. Um, he really took the city by storm. Uh, in a way that a player hadn't taken it before. And I still see him from time to time when I'm in Chicago. I see his face everywhere I go. That's great. Um, I was actually in an Irish pub about three weeks ago with some friends, and his poster was still on the wall. Oh, my gosh. And they have, like, the defensive line and Will Perry and Sweetness. Like, those are, that's them. That's perfect. And he's still hollow ground in Chicago. You cannot meet a Chicago Bears fan without saying the word the fridge and they know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> That's great. Great nickname and great player. That's great awesome. guy too. Yeah, great guy. Um, for sure. Actually bumped in with my family. He met my grandpa years ago. Really? Incredibly nice. Yeah, met him down in South Carolina. Perfect. Love it. All right, we're in the top five now. Right Number on. five, Marshawn Lynch. Mm. Nicknamed Beast Mode. So those of you who know him, he played for Seattle and Oakland. And yeah. Buffalo, uh, but his he was basically given the nickname because uh, 
he was a beast. I mean, yeah, he was too tough to tackle. He, was he had a couple tough. runs. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think he was the one of the first generation, or he was a player of my generation where there was AP, and AP was a bolt. Right. And he was AP. You could see him. But Marshawn made the, wow, I didn't know you could run with that many guys around your waist kind of plays. Right. That AP just really didn't do a lot of. AP was stronger. Mm-hmm. So he was the wow, glitz, glamour kind of player. And honestly, I'm going to go against the grain. I, I like his nickname. I think it's overused. Marshawn Lynch is now a celebrity that's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And Beast Mode really doesn't fit everything that he could do. He he had a lot of other game. Um, but now it's a brand and it's kind of built out. I don't know. It never really um, made it with me as a young person, but it made it for a lot of other people. Yeah. Um, I would rather prefer we do something related to his incident where he drove the cart on the football field. I would love for him to be the cabbie. Or the cab oh, driver or right. something like that yes. where we remember like, oh, he was playing at Berkeley. Yeah. And he scored a touchdown and he ran over to <laughs> the equipment cart, kicked the driver out, and drove it around the field celebrating, just oh, doing like turns left and right. That's funny. I would have loved a nickname around I that. I love it. Um, but that's my own personal opinion. But Beast Mode, great name. Perfectly describes him in a lot of ways. Um, it's just been ran so much that you're like, okay, yeah. Marshawn's got other qualities too. Yes. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's a great guy. All right, number four, Tyran Matthew. Oh, yeah, Tyran Matthew. Yeah, known as the Honey Badger. So LSU Tigers defensive back was just emerging as a Heisman Trophy finalist when a YouTube clip depicting the ferocity of Honey Badgers (laughs) went viral. Uh, Uh, I remember this. I remember this exact video, too, because it had like a funny voice that I'm not even going to attempt to do on the – on okay. the podcast right now, but I did not realize that. Also, great underdog story, which, you know, didn't get highly recruited coming out of college to play, ended up making his way, became a Super Bowl champion with the Chiefs, now plays with the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, staple player. Like, you can market a team around Tyron Matthew. Yeah. Shockingly, it's a safety. Right. But he's got a lot of characteristics, and he's got the great nickname, the Honey Badger, ferocious little animal. Um, takes on creatures poisonous and twice its size. It makes sense. <laughs> this guy it. definitely embodies the mind and heart of a honey badger. Perfect, perfect. All right, we're down to our last three here. Number three, Frank Gore. Now, I've never heard this nickname of him, but he's called the Inconvenient Truth. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is a play off of Al Gore's oh. 2006 climate documentary, <clears throat> An Inconvenient Truth. That's, that's yeah. very true. So, I did not put yeah. those two and two together. I... I always know him as Frank Gore. Yeah. Like, he was always Mr. Consistent. I would have loved that. You know, there was just other names out yeah. there. So I'm not as crazy about this one. Okay. Number two, Joe Namath, nicknamed Broadway Joe. Yeah. Now, this was way before your time. But I know uh, this one. But you know this one, yeah. yeah. So Joe Namath was probably one of the first, like, celebrity, I guess, football yeah. players. Um, he infamously uh, predicted that the Jets would beat the – so. This was in Super Bowl three, so that would have been sixty nine. I want to say. All right. Um, anyway, yeah. So when I was, yeah, when I was a kid, I mean, I, I was very young at the time when he played, but, but again, he was one of those players. And again, back, back then, you didn't just get every football. You didn't have NFL ticket, right? So, it was rare that you saw any player 
other than your home team, right? Oh, so okay. once in a while, like the Jets would play on Monday Night Football, or you know sometimes you'd get the three o'clock game or whatever. So you didn't see these players much. So when Joe Namath did play, it was like big time. Like we need to see this guy play because he's yeah. so good. So yeah. Well, he beat the Colts. That was the team, and he got the year perfect. It's nineteen sixty nine. Colts. That's right. um. Yeah. Also, maybe one of the first. I got to figure out how to best put this. We knew who he was before he came out of college. Like one of the original, like now we follow players since they're in high school and we kind of know who they are. Arch Manning's the guy right now. Right. 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 Um, But coming into Alabama, we knew who he was leaving Alabama, knew who he was gets to New York, knew who he was like one of the rare quarterbacks that was a star all the way up versus a Bernie Kosar or a Brett Favre. We didn't know who Brett Favre was. So it it is kind of cool to be like, not only was he one of the OG, he was way back in the 60s when quarterbacks were changing and moving around. Mm -hmm. He was the standard forever, and he still is. New York talks about Broadway Joe Joe. all the time. And uh, just so everyone knows, he did get his nickname from his teammate in New York, Sherman Plunkett. Oh. Who was chided the he chided the rookie quarterback for his 1965 appearance on the sport, cover of Sports Illustrated, with the lights of Broadway splashed behind mm-hmm. him. So, from then on, it was Broadway Joe, and that's what everyone still calls him today. I'm sure. Great nickname. So, yep. He's got the big white teeth. He yeah. looks like a star. <laughs> he looks does. like a star. Yeah. Oh, right. I feel like I spoiled this, but and this is a good yeah, one to end on. Number one, I mean, probably the best nickname I think in any sport. Walter Payton, nickname Sweetness. Uh. It's it's great, and he had the little like towel I think on front of him that said sweetness yep. and the hand warmers, like he he was sweetness, like he was sweet to play. He was a sweet human being. He was tough as nails, but at the same time you couldn't hate him for a minute, even if you played against him. He was no, sweetness. He was he was absolutely one of the best um, players to ever mm-hmm. play the game. Yeah. Um, they don't know how his nickname started, but they believed it goes back to his college days at Jackson State. But wow. wherever he got it from, um, everyone just knew him as sweetness. I mean, I think just, that makes the yeah. nickname even better when you don't know. Yes, I do. When too. you don't know how he became it, it's like the Paul Bunyan tale. Bo Jackson had a couple stories like this. That made him this legendary athlete. Right. And Walter Payton, you don't know the background. He came out of a little school. Maybe he's in my top three for sure. It's him and LT. Mm-hmm. Um, right. As the greatest players of all time. And sweetness. It it perfectly summarizes everything you need to know about him. Yep. Yep. So I think that's an awesome one to leave. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great list overall. It was fun to revisit these. <laughs> Obviously, we didn't do 101. Right. But if we did 101, we'd be here for a long time, yucking it up, <laughs> and being nerds together, which is yeah, great. Which is great. Um, but it's always fun to revisit some that I don't know, maybe you don't know, and, yeah. and see how we find our way through it all. Um, but I guess before we wrap this up, do you have any parting thoughts or notes? Just, just want to say that, you know, nicknames in sports are part of the fun, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's like people are known sometimes only for their nickname. You don't <laughs> even know their real name. And I think that's that's kind of one of the cool things about sports is yeah. you know, these guys with these nicknames. And it's it's just fun. So Right on. Well, I got to ask you before we go, did you ever have a nickname in sports? I did I have a nickname? I for part two maybe. Yeah, maybe for part two. Um, I don't know if I did actually. Yeah. Or not. Did you? Uh, I don't want to share it though. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's one for a later date. I All gotta right. work up to that one. I'm not proud of my nicknames. Um, but uh, I did have uh, chairman of the board was one of my favorites oh, okay. back when I was a rebounder. Nice. Um, so that was well, one of my favorites. One. Yeah. I like chairman of the boards. 
and then lunch pail was that one's used all the time. Okay. It's for baseball players that are like, ah, oh, he's a hard worker. Lunch pail. Okay. You know, like that kind of deal. A lot but of a thousand kids had that. Okay. Um, but there's some on there. I'm. I don't think I'm gonna say. <laughs> right. I'll, I'll. I'll keep the good ones out there. But I. I loved giving nicknames to people. So yeah. I, I feel like I'm the guy that's. I'm very good at dubbing people. You're the, okay. So I'll. Fair I'll. Enough. I'll see if I can get some people to vouch for me. But probably not. <laughs> I love it. That All right. Good. Well, awesome. Well, this was a great list, and thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with the show or listen to past podcasts, visit our website at that'sadumrule.com. Otherwise, tune in next time for another dumb rule.